0: That's B-O-D-I dot com. Real Moms of
1: Bravo. Real real, real Moms of Bravo. Real Moms of Bravo. Real Moms of Bravo. Bravo. Happy holidays. Okay, guys, it's me. (laughs) Vanessa and Abby, you're Real Moms, and just call me Candice, guys. I just really like singing into waking you guys up a little bit to make sure you're listening, but... Another week, another um, good, i say a decent week in Bravo, I, especially Salt Lake, but let's start talking about OC. So this is episode three, I believe. Yes. It and, and kind of feels I, like longer. It does kind of feel longer, but I'm actually kind of surprised that we're finding out this early on about Noella's divorce. Um.
2: Yes. I was, I mean, we all knew it was coming. I wasn't expecting it. I truly think she came on the show on a way as a way out or that she saw, I mean, there, there has to have been something as a red flag prior to this whole house situation, but we'll, we'll, let's dive into another thing that she shared with us, which could be the reason why she came on is maybe to shed more light on the fact that her son has autism, which I really applaud her for sharing. I kind of had flashbacks of, um, the Loretta family from New Jersey, kind of their journey that they went through when they got their son diagnosed with autism as well.
1: Yes, I appreciated her sharing about that. And I think, you know, we always talk about that. We like to represent all moms and I don't know what that's like. You don't either. We don't don't have that in our family, but I just think it always feels good to be seen. And I just appreciate her candidness regarding it. so I I thought that was good. It was good until she starts talking about the tax liens and
2: <laughs> yeah
1: oh, everything, no. Ella. I'm
2: like, God, when do, people need to realize you you do not go on reality TV when you owe the government large sums of money. Like it never ends well.
1: I think people and we see it like time and time again are think they're so invincible. They just Above feel it. like it's yeah. never and truthfully like. I don't know where I saw this, but someone asked a question if they felt like Teresa and Joe's situation where they went away would have if they would have been caught had they not been on reality TV.
2: I always wondered that. Like would they would it have been Cause all of their spending in their home, like would it have been as
1: like flaunted. noticeable
2: flaunted. Yes, exactly. Um can we talk about for a minute how Dr. Jennifer Armstrong's husband truly never wears a shirt. He is out of town for work and I'm still not fully sure I understand what he does um, and why he needs to travel for work occasionally, but he FaceTimes her while he's, you know, working
1: and is shirtless. It's, it's a vibe. He's like, you know, he reminds me of the boys who wear shorts in the wintertime. Yes. Um, who, I mean, I don't know. I'm not a boy mom and I don't have teenage boys, but I know that's a thing. And uh, my, mine wore them yesterday, but they were, it was in the seventies and they were really excited, but
2: I I know what you mean. Like there are, there's a high schooler in our neighborhood and he always wears shorts no matter what.
1: Yeah. So I wonder if that's just his thing. <laughs> it's like no shirt, no yeah. shoes, no problem. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Thank you, Kenny Chesney. Uh, okay. I'm predicting this. It's not going to quite happen this season assuming OC gets brought back again. I think we're going to see Emily slowly convert and become a Mormon. And this is going to be part of her storyline. I feel like she's dropping little hints about it. Her daughter is about to be baptized. I I just feel like this is where we're heading with Emily.
1: I don't know. I I I could see you being right and then I can see her not just how she spoke about religion. It was just like I'm not very religious. However, I know obviously she would want to be part of that with her family. So I, I guess you're right. The more I'm saying this out loud and just thinking about her family and the important that it is to her children and and uh, Sean, um, I guess I could see it.
2: Yeah, I just was like, she keeps bringing up how ever since Shane went through having COVID, Shane, she understands- Sorry, I said Sean, not
1: Shane. She oh, I didn't Shane. even
2: notice. That's so bad. He's so boring. Um, but she just noticed that like people who have faith seem to be more comforted in times of crisis, which I don't know if is entirely true. Um, But she felt like she like would be interested in like, I think exploring more of it. It sounded like, and definitely with her daughter being baptized. And I think once her sons are too, yeah, like it might be one of those things where like, she's the only one not going to church every Sunday. But then again, she said she gets three hours to herself to watch Netflix, which honestly three hours on a Sunday to
1: myself, like that sounds amazing. That does sound amazing. And I guess on the flip side, if she doesn't pursue it, it kind of shows her children. Like if this isn't something you want to commit to or like continue with, that's okay. And yeah. you're still loved and you're still going to go to heaven. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so yeah, I could see the like, reverse yeah. of that.
2: Um, What did you think? I was like kind of surprised that it seemed like Dr. Jen, I'm just going to call her Dr. Jen, that she... She seems so guarded. I was really surprised at the conversation she had with her mom when she really let her guard down and was talking more about her dad dying and God, he died in like such a tragic, like unexpected way. He was, for those who haven't watched all, here's a spoiler. So like hit mute or something. He was killed by a motorcycler while he was biking. The motorcyclist went down a one-way street and was going the wrong direction.
1: Horrible, horrible, so horrible, horrible, and very sad. And I feel like Unexpected deaths. I feel like people always replay, what could I have done? Like put so much guilt on themselves.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's just I was not expecting her to reveal that much. I feel like both her and Noella uh, and Noella sometimes feels a little bit more stage force where she's like like the whole like, Oh, I'm bisexual too when she was at Shannon's house, but uh or Heather's house, I mean. But um I feel like both of them are doing a good job of kind of sharing all of their life and not necessarily trying to control how they want the audience to think of them. Now, yeah. I could change my mind about that, but um, I don't know if I love them as housewives yet. But I feel like they're trying their best to be authentic.
1: I honestly, to me, both of them kind of give me more friend of energy. Yes. Uh, more so than like main stage housewife. Yeah, um, I agree with that. And you know, I think you're you're nailing. I do think whoever producer or production they have and, and telling them you need to be authentic. Like you have to be authentic. And clearly like they've seen us fans. Like we can smell that shit from a mile away if you're not. So I give them props. I think Noella yeah. is a very interesting character. Um And I find her interesting in watching her. I just don't know that she's like main, main character energy as our friend Lucy says.
2: I completely agree. I, I, I get friend of vibes with, honestly, with both of them. I have to wonder too, if maybe that's what they were intended to be. And then the way things kind of shake out, they end up becoming.
1: Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. But you know who is main character energy is Gina.
2: Gina is like everyone's favorite this season. Who would have thought?
1: wild. I really enjoy, I feel like she, and I don't know what season this is for her, but she's clearly has been through a lot. Four or five. And this is the season where she's like, fuck it. I'm going to say whatever I'm thinking and I'm just going to be unfiltered and just say it. When she told Shannon, you don't have to go out of your way to be kind to people, just be kind to people like that. Like, yes, Gina, you're right. Like, calling her out in the moment. I appreciated that. She's also never
2: looked better. She just looks happy. Like, her hair isn't that disgusting horrible bleach color. she doesn't have her very terrible extensions and like her hair is short it looks healthy, it looks natural it looks great on her. she just looks like she truly is like living her best life and it's not like perf- perfect and cookie cutter though like I like that she was like saying that she doesn't really want to be someone's girlfriend at her age and she's looking forward to being engaged to her boyfriend like I I think she, I don't know I just feel like she's just truly authentic and sharing her life with all of us but I also love that we're seeing this come back and seeing Gina, truly at her best after watching her struggle for pretty much every season she's been on the show.
1: Yes, and I also appreciate that she knows and I hate to say this because it sounds douchey but you guys will follow what I'm saying. I I like that she knows like she's not thirsty for fame in the sense where she's like craving to be the next level. Like she's not trying to replace Heather DeBro. and like she kind of knows where she stands.
0: I think and she's she good like
2: yeah I completely agree. I think she's not going to come out and try to be like, oh, I'm going to wow everybody with like a designer handbag and start bragging about my home. But I like, I feel like she's in a unique position because she isn't like this Uber rich flaunting their wealth and like plastic surgery housewife that like people find her refreshing and are relating to her. And like, I mean, you could poll almost every OC fan and I bet 90% of them would say Gina is their favorite OC housewife right now. We should do a poll. We'll do it. There we go. There we go. Global. It's definitely not Shannon. Shannon is her own worst enemy. And I said it last time, but I'm like, God damn it, Shannon, just embrace that you're the bad guy this season. Like, you're not going to be the Gina and you're not the Heather DeBro. Stop. Like, I feel like she goes in being like, I don't know why everyone's so upset with me. And it's like, just let me explain. And I need to explain. Just say, I'm sorry for blank and move on. Or, say, I feel like Gina betrayed me. And, you know, I'm sorry to you, Nicole, kind of the, what she said to Nicole, I thought was actually like, she did an okay and like decent job of actually positioning herself.
1: Yeah, it was very interesting. And I do feel, listen, like I get why she was upset at Gina. And I also understand Gina's reason. And also I understand their family and reality TV show. So of course, Gina is going to tell Heather um, at her party, like, this is you know, Housewives one hundred and one—that's going to happen. Like, don't say that stuff and think it doesn't. I am. Side note: Before we end on OC, very happy that Shannon's discussing the fillers and is working I mean, on. They
2: were so terrible at the reunion, and, and everyone called her I feel kind mom. Of Bad
1: for her, honestly.
2: I do, and I don't, I mean, you put six vials of filler in your face. I I've not done fillers. I'm sorry, you guys, my dog is barking. I know everyone's going to hear that and we're not going to edit it out because we're two working moms. But, um, I I would, I just feel like six vials sounds like a lot of fillers for just your upper cheek area.
1: It is. But then again, like a doctor would have told her that, you know, I don't know. Well, it wasn't Dr. Jen, as far as we know, but regardless, she's figuring it out and I'm glad. I'm like, less is more. You just got to age gracefully. It is kind of daunting and I feel bad saying this and I don't want to sound ageist, but in the flashbacks with her and Heather, like just how much Shannon has evolved in her looks.
2: Yeah. God, it is kind of crazy. I think it's like maybe a lesson for everyone too, like less is more when it comes to fillers, Botox, all of the things, just baby steps into those. Uh, all right. That I, I'm also really looking forward though, to next week. Emily might come out swinging. I was not expecting her to put Shannon in her place like this. And was saying like, okay, well, if you didn't say that I'm manipulative and not like not trusting or untrustworthy, then are you calling Heather Debro a liar? Like, I love it. it. was like, what is it, Shannon? Is she lying? Are you lying? Like what's going on here? I bravo, Emily, lawyer, Emily's coming out and I'm here for it. So I think I'm actually like looking forward to an episode of OC, which I've not been able to say
1: for several seasons. I'm still on the fence, to be honest, but I'm going to obviously keep watching.
2: Well, yeah. I mean, it's our job, V. Yes, it is. <laughs> we, we we watch so you guys don't have to. Um, all right. Salt Lake, which if you're not watching Salt Lake, though, you have to watch Salt Lake. This season is
1: – there's so many layers to it. There's <laughs> – that's, that's one way to put it, Abby. A lot of layers. We're peeling an onion. And you know what I really appreciate – little hot take here. Well, not really a hot take, but, uh, um, if I, whatever, I'm just going to say, I really appreciate the fact that in the trailers, we didn't see everything. Like the, when they shared the mid season trailer, we're seeing the stuff now, but I feel like production did such a good job on not revealing so much that a lot of this stuff does feel like new and fresh to us. I mean, how rare is that? Usually you
2: see, you can pretty much pinpoint the peak dramatic moments of a season based on a trailer. You don't know what led up to it. You don't know the resolution after, but you like, you see the peak moments. And I feel like Salt Lake has been such an explosive and strong season that they're like, we don't have to put all of it in the trailer. Like there's enough to give a little teaser to get everyone to watch. And there's still a lot coming. And it's the, God, there are just so many moments and so many lines. I'm like, I can't believe this is just a second season franchise. I'm also really though nervous about Heather Gay's just blind loyalty to Jen Shaw. Like I, is going to get burned. And if it's not by Jen Shaw, it's going to be by the fans and the viewers. Like I think back to what she said at Watch What Happens Live about being a good friend and like not questioning Jen. I'm just like, oh my God, like I love you, Heather, but I'm I'm nervous that if you continue to blindly support and follow Jen Shaw, it's, it's not going to be good news for her.
1: And I think it's fair to say, like, you want to support your friend, but you're confused and you're figuring it out. Like, you don't condone or support anything that she's, you know, accused of. I I think there's ways to navigate it, but I would not be so ride or die.
2: No, I mean, I would have, like, I would have gone to lunch for sure if it was a good friend who called me with a new number. I was like, can we go to lunch and talk? I'm like, absolutely. Like, I want, I want to hear your side of it. I want to give you an opportunity, but I might just say, I have a lot of questions too. I hope, are you, you know, open To being a two-way conversation, uh, which I feel like instead, Lisa Barlow's just like, I'll just ignore her and not talk to her, which probably not the best
1: move. Also, Lisa Barlow, Lisa Barlow, an unhinged Barlow. I fucking, I don't know what I want to, I want to give her, she's like the tornado. We have bad weather. I feel like she's needs like a nickname like that. I'm just going to call her tornado. But when she is unhinged and like replaying the night to her husband, it cracked me up. Because in the moment, she's not – in her confrontation, she's not really, like, uses a lot of, like, petty comments, I guess. Like, so for her to call her a little whiskey (laughs) and just – the way she was going about it just made me laugh, honestly. Yeah.
2: Well, also, too, it's like, did we – were we, like, watching the same night? Like, the way she was retelling it to her husband, I'm like, this is a little different than how it went down. Um. Todd, let's talk about the lunch with Heather and Jen. I like that. My head was like spinning. There were so many comments, Jen, not needing a lawyer.
1: The amount of delusion this woman has. And you know what? I'm, I am more pissed off at Jen Shaw than I am EJ. I EJ, at least like. I don't know. It's told us lots of different stories, but the amount of delusion with this woman, like the feds aren't just randomly involved and like just randomly, like that doesn't just happen by circumstance and you're falsely accused of something. And then to throw Stu under the bus.
2: That I had a real, I had a hard time with Stu, with the whole Stu thing. Cause she was really distancing herself and making it seem like, I don't know what Stu does. And like, we're not business partners. And I was like, okay, well, and I love how production's showing the clip of her feeding him. And she's like, I feed you while you work and make us money. Like they were attached at the hip. Like, yeah, he was a hundred percent her business partner, which is why he got arrested at the same time and the same day as her. If they weren't connected at all, one, he wouldn't have been arrested or he would have been arrested before her. Like everybody else in the ring. No, absolutely. I do feel horrible
1: with what happened to her son's. I, they're a victim of her actions, but I don't, I feel like horrible for them about the guns and the use of like, not the use of force, but I can imagine how terrifying that would be with um, black boys. So I did feel, um, I had some compassion there for her, but aside from that, it's it's really fascinating to watch Jen Shah because I can see where Heather says she's like very charismatic and you, a part of you like kind of wants to like her when we have the reverse with Erica Jane, who was like so aggressive and angry, whereas Jen is Old. so much yeah. like, I don't know, just putting on more of a show. But I find Jen Shaw a little bit more scary that she's able to do what she did allegedly and like act so nonchalant about it. I mean, that is terrifying.
2: I, I Look, we're not expecting her to admit to it, but the way she's like can repeatedly claiming her innocence when there's just a lot of evidence out there. Like, I just feel like, I don't know. It's like crazy, the manipulation that's going on and the way she's still trying to convince people that she didn't do um, what she's being accused of doing. And honestly, the conversation with coach Shaw was really raw. I was kind of like shocked that she went there and that he didn't like get up and leave. Cause I feel like he doesn't really like having these deeply emotional conversations um, but that she revealed like his family wasn't reaching out and checking in. Like, I feel like she's, I'm sure she feels very isolated or I mean, did that, to in me that moment
1: speaks volumes. And I actually, like when she was saying all that, I feel like Erica said the same thing with Tom, yeah. um, how you really find out who your friends are when you're in a situation like that. But I mean, to me, that kind of speaks volumes. If his family is quick to drop you. Um, yeah, that can't right. be that right? can't be good news. Right?
2: Yeah. I well, I just think maybe they didn't like you to begin with.
1: Well, that that's probably true as well.
2: Uh, let's talk about Meredith and Lisa. I felt like that conversation. I was so surprised Meredith really is engaged this season is not backing down at all. And when they started talking about how Lisa is questioning Jen, I like that Meredith was in her confessional was kind of like, okay, well, Jen did horrible things to me and you maintained her friendship with you. Like, why now is it like, you can't just because she's been arrested. Like, it's a really good point. Like, why didn't you believe any of the things I was saying all along when I said that she's dangerous and can't be trusted. And then when Lisa was kind of, when Meredith was saying like, we're all guilty of that conversation going out of control. And Lisa was kind of trying to pin it all on Heather and Whitney. I was really impressed that Meredith stood her ground and was kind of like, pushing back on Lisa and not, I feel like she just go agree sometimes so that she can disengage and just move
1: on to the next topic. And she, she was not backing down. I appreciate that. She doesn't back down in front of her friend. I'm, I don't, I'm up in the air. And whether those two are friends still or not, I kind of feel like probably not as close as they maybe once were, but I appreciated that she had the balls to say that to her face and not hold back. I don't agree with any of the points that she has about Mary and how she has like the facts and all these things, because I think there are, and quote me if I'm wrong here, but if she hired a private investigator on Jen Shaw, I would imagine you're going to find a mountain of things if you hired a private investigator on Mary and I mean, all, these things alleg- yeah, all these things that are allegedly being out there. I'm sure people have receipts should she want to see it so i that I, that still really confuses me, um, the whole Mary of it all. I'm like, mm, I don't know. It's very strange to me. Because- it is
2: odd that Meredith is like so pro Mary and like we have to know more about this. This would ruin her livelihood, her church. I mean, you could say the same thing about Jen that you can like, we can't believe these allegations because it could ruin her family, her livelihood, her career, you know, her business like it, like what makes it because it's religion that it's like, now we want to dive a little bit deeper. I was, I was just kind of thrown off by, I by Meredith. Like we have to, you know, assume innocence with Mary until proven otherwise.
1: A thousand percent. I did love, so the party, we end with an Iris and Bo party, um, And I also loved like side note, Jenny hasn't really done too much for me, but I did appreciate her just saying like, I'm at this party and where's the product.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I did love that. I mean, as I'm looking at the pictures, I'm like, okay. And they're dropping a lot of money for all this.
1: Yes. A lot of money. And I I always feel like, and I actually really like Whitney this season. Whitney's like MVP for me. So I don't want her to crumble, but anytime anyone mentions, like mentions, wow. accent was that, mentions financial problems. It I don't know. It doesn't normally end well. But her party and how she said that she is going to, who did she say she was going to go talk directly to?
2: Lisa, about what Cameron told her.
1: Yes. She said she was going to, thank you, refreshing back, that she was going to talk to Lisa. And I just, ah, I love how bad weather, I love that she's stirring the pot. I'm gonna get tornado fired up. I'm here for it. I'm loving Whitney this season. And if you told me a year ago when Salt Lake premiered that she would be like my favorite one, I probably um, would have laughed. But I'm I'm Team Whitney. I love Whitney. I am
2: enjoying it. She's very entertaining. You know, one thing I thought was like a really good comparison, and I can't remember who meme this, but they said that Whitney calling Cameron was very like Megan King Edmonds getting to the bottom of the Brooks cancer scam. And I do love a housewife that just like goes for it and acts as if like they're a Bravo fan and that they are top investigator. Like those are the type of housewives you need on every franchise. Cause they don't believe everyone's bullshit.
1: And the thing is too, like the Bravo fandom is obviously big and there's a lot of accounts who devote themselves to being a little bit more investigative. And these housewives have these resources at their fingertips and I, I know it would not shock me if Whitney was DMing with someone who had like stuff.
2: Oh, I'm sure. I mean, we get DMs of people who say they have receipts of everything. So I'm sure these women are too. Um, And Whitney's going for it, which I love. You made a note about this and I was wondering the same thing. Is Angie just done? She was in like two episodes and now like we don't see Angie at all.
1: It is so weird. I, Christian Grace Snow did a meme about it. And I truly was just, I was like, wow, we're on the same like universe level right now. Because I was truly thinking the same thing. I was like, what the fuck happened to Angie? She had a confessional moment. She was there, she was engaged. And I felt like once the jun- we got to the gen jun- shaw of it all, I was like, whoop, she's in, like no longer needed. I, it's very interesting.
2: I don't think we've ever had a housewife that like came on seeming like they might be full
1: time. They might be friend of, and then we, no explanation. She's just gone. I would love for, um, Andy to get to the bottom of it. And is she going to like show up at the, I doubt she's going to show up at the reunion. It's kind of like what happened to, um, Ramona's friend in New York, but she had a more stage time or screen time. Um,
2: the one who was dating Tom before Missy.
1: No. Um, the, um, the woman with the black hair. Long black hair, bangs. Her and Ramona, like, got really into it. Are you thinking of Barb? No. No. I love
2: that. We can't think of Oh, I know you're talking about the one who said that I want to say Elise. She shits when she has sex. Yeah, that one. Is it Elise or Lane? I I think it was Elise. Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah, she was never on the reunion. It also reminded me of the um, realtor from New Jersey that they tried to make a housewife and, like, kept randomly putting her in episodes, and it was like, stop trying to make fetch happen. It's not going to happen. Um, those are, those, these are like, this is when you know you've been watching too long when you can draw comparisons of similar um, friend of's who never really became friends. of's. Yes.
1: Yes. Anyways, it took us a minute to get there. And I imagine one of you listening was like, it's a lease. It's a lease. <laughs> so if you're saying that um, we got the message. We, we made it, we made it there, but another great week. I'm um, looking forward to more confrontations and I'm I'm really looking forward to Meredith telling uh, Jen goodbye. Oh, I can't wait. All right. Now we're to the point of our show where we don't know what each one of us is going to say, but what is your shout out of the week? Who is your shout out or what is your shout out, Abby?
2: I was kind of struggling because I feel like we've done this a lot, but I'm going to do it again. I'm going to give it to all of not even just the moms, all of the women or the people in a relationship that are responsible for all of the gift buying, like the ordering, the thinking of it, the, you know, getting it to arrive on time, the wrapping of it. It always, falls on the same person in my house. It's me. I'm the one who has to buy all of our nieces and nephews and the in-laws. And I, everyone has a gift because I find one, think of it for them and wrap it. So, um, I guess, no, Hey, I'm giving the shout out to myself, but really I'm giving it to everyone else. We made a meme about this. We posted every year about the, you know, what should we get my parents and you, you flick off your husband, but it resonates with so many people. I think there's so many of us that are like, how did we become the one who buys all the gifts and wraps them all?
1: Wow. I love it. I'm going to give my shout out to Jeff Lewis. Jeff Lewis is such a, like a shit disturber. Um, I've like reignited my. Liking, liking it. What am I trying to say? Love. Well, I don't know if I'd go so far in love, but um, liking Jeff. Uh, we, I have a serious subscription and been listening to his show, and his pessimism, slash, um, how abrasive he can be is entertaining. And I love watching him and Andy go at it. So I'm just going to give it to Jeff. And also, him just stirring the pot and t- mentioning how he does not like Heather DeBro. And I just like that. Like, Jeff, I would love to see someone like him um, on Housewives, honestly.
2: (laughs) I mean, he basically is the housewife, like we all dream of. That he's just not afraid to say what he's thinking about anyone at any time. I mean, he even revealed that Lisa Barlow, and he ran into Lisa Barlow, and she told him that Heather Gay um, is acting as if she's Amy Schumer and I Feel Pretty. And he just threw that out on his radio show. Like, he does not care what he reveals about – what people say about him. And I love it.
1: No, I think it's just funny. I just, I was a big fan of flipping out. I kind of hated how it ended with him and Jenny. And he's definitely has some problematic things, guys. Don't get me wrong, but um, I'm feeling nostalgic. So I'm just going to give it to him. Um, That's my shout out. And with that, as always, thank you all so much for your continued support. If you want to support us in a free way, just pause and scroll up and then hit five stars. Or if you have an extra minute, Leave us a written review. This We say this time and time again, but it truly does make a difference in um, maybe one day Abby and I doing this full time. So your support there really, really helps. And then secondly, if you want to support us monetarily, an easy and fun way to do is by joining our Patreon. We do a weekly episode on hot takes and discussing drama off Bravo and pop culture. You can join for $3 a month. Um, And it's fun. We have a good time. So don't miss out on the fun. And with that, we'll catch you next week.
0: You will fail. So what? Everybody does. But your gym, your watch, your yoga pants, they pretend you won't. So when you miss a day, eat the pancakes. Give up on a workout? You failed? Seriously, what the hell? We're body. We've been a part of that too. But not anymore. At Body, we're rejecting perfection and embracing reality. Not in a Pizza Monday kind of way, in a loving your whole life kind of way. In a, this workout is fun and it's okay if I take a week off kind of way. In an, I'm eating healthy and it's okay if I indulge kind of way. In a, I like myself no matter what kind of way. Yeah, you will fail. We all will. But we're not going to let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are BODY. Start your free trial at BODY.com. That's Bodi.com. dot com.